Welcome to the Final Whistle Podcast. My name is Javon. I am your host today, and I'm here with my co-host. Javier Gordon, and we have seen a crazy week of international football with many teams qualifying. One of the most outstanding matches over the break was Portugal versus North Macedonia with Bruno Fernandes scoring both goals. What are your thoughts on Portugal qualifying and the chance to win the World Cup? Well, Jav, having covered this game, um, we didn't really learn anything much from um, Portugal's performance as, <clears throat> yes, they got the job done. Um, it was a professional performance. We saw where North Macedonia tried to frustrate Portugal as long as possible and hold out as long as possible and to nick, see if they can nick on one goal uh, to go through, but it didn't work. Um, one mistake mm-hmm. in the back saw Ronaldo pouncing on um, the mistake and assisting Bruno Fernandes and Fernandes following up with a second-half goal to close with the qualifiers. Um, there isn't really much to take away from this game, um, but... Hey, congrats to Portugal to me for making it to the World Cup. And we see Ronaldo training up in his last World Cup. Okay, I just want to pick at you a bit. But Fernando Santos, he won the European Championship in 2016 and also the National League. I mean, he won titles. Why don't you don't think he can win the World Cup? I mean, he won, he won two titles. Why not? Um, first of all, when they won those two titles, the the style of football and the type of football they played was warranted because it was Ronaldo and Pepe and nine other people. Okay. This team that um, Portugal has is not meant to play conservative defensive football, football or defensive football, however you want to look at yeah. it. This team should oh. be playing, in your term, champagne football. When you have mm-hmm. players in the middle of the park like Moutinho and Ruben Neves, and Bernardo mm-hmm. Silva, when you have players up, when you have the attacking options up front, like so many, like Joao Felix, Cristiano Ronaldo, Diego Jota, Bruno Fernandes, Andre Silva, you have options, mm-hmm. and you have a good backline where you see Rafael Guerrero, um, Nelson Semedo, Ruben Diaz, and Pepe. You have a good team with depth to not only make a run in this competition but win it in any. Mm-hmm major competition, but the, your style of football is inhibiting uh, is in, is inhibiting how your teams play. You're okay. not getting the best out of your teams. Out of, out of your team. You're not getting the best performances out of your team. And it's, and it's really sad to see, um, which is why I don't think they're going to quali- they, they're going to make any form of run, and I don't expect them to, to, to win, to go ahead and win the World Cup. Okay. In other news, we saw calf qualifier, calf qualifiers being wrapped up. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We saw teams like Ghana, Cameroon, Tunisia, Morocco, and Senegal going through, um, which would have completed apart apart from a few um, UAE games and a few um, European games that still to be tied up. We saw the draw for the FIFA World Cup group stage being held and being taken place and having taken place on Friday. Jav, you have the list of groups and uh, teams that qualified? Actually, I do. Well, Group A, we have Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. Group B, England, Iran, USA, and the playoff as well with Scotland, Wales, and Ukraine. Group C, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Group D, France, the United Arab Emirates, Australia, and Peru in the playoffs, Denmark, and Tunisia. Group E, we have Spain with the players of Costa Rica and New Zealand. 
Germany, and Japan. Group F, you have Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. And finally, Group H, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and Korea Republic. Great. Um, everyone's gonna. Everyone's favorite question when the group stage comes out is, what group is the group of death? Who do you think is going to make uh-huh. a run? For me, the group of death, I'm going to go with group F or group H. Um, because in, in group H, any team can win, any team can last. No one oh, currently, oh. no one on their current form stands out to me in group H. Portugal should stand out, but I just, for a reason I just explained, they don't. Um, but the World Cup is being held in November, so we'll see who's on form at that time and who's going to show up, show up, as, show up and show out as a standout team. Who do you have in mind who's their, your group of death, if you see one? Honestly, for me, I'll say Group E with Spain, Germany and Japan with the playoffs between New Zealand and Costa Rica. But if Costa Rica qualify and enter the group, um, the group, there will be um, standout, uh, a standout team in this qualifier right now, to be honest. I mean, they look really strong in CONCACAF um, qualifying stages, so I believe they can put up a fight in that group stage. Good, good. There is something I wanted to discuss with you, um, going back to CAF qualifiers. I wanted to talk mm-hmm. to you about um, the Egypt-Senegal game and the laser light show mm-hmm. that we saw on the pitch. <laughs> um, I found this crazy. What do you think about this? And honestly, when I look at social media posts and I mean the, the game as well, uh, I mean it was shown, it was shining in um, Salah's eyes, and people are like, "That's the reason why he didn't score the penalty X, Y, and Z." But to be honest, as a professional footballer who has scored many many goals for the past two years right now, even penalties as well, you should have a visual a visual in your mind of where to put the ball, bottom corner, top beans. You're supposed to know this, and I mean, people are even saying that in the final between Senegal and Egypt that um, Salah was supposed to take the penalty it's first. And, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I mean, look at what happened now. He took it first and then he missed. I mean, yeah, I, in, your, exactly. in your seats right now. Exactly. I think that point is mute. As in, think about it. He, if everyone misses, he's not going to take the last penalty. If he takes the first ah, penalty and, every, yeah. and then he scores, but everyone misses, they still lose. So, I think that point is mute, and it's uh, where your luck falls on the day you're taking the penalty shootout. Mm-hmm. But given that Salah missed, I am surprised, but at the same time, I'm not surprised because Salah has been going through somewhat of a dry spell over the last month. Yes, he has. Yeah, right? yeah, I don't know. It's because of um, mental fatigue or physical fatigue after playing the AFCON and losing the AFCON to his um, Liverpool brother, Sadio Mane. And um, mm-hmm. he didn't have a couple of good league games. Um, after the Afghan, and now he failed to qualify for the World Cup. I don't know. I honestly don't know um, if he's going to get out of this drought. But while we're saying drought, he's still he's still having better season than other other people, you know. So we're not like saying that's, drought that's in true. terms of yeah, we're not My like saying drought in terms yeah. of he's horrible right now. He's just not at the same level he was um, being mm-hmm. called the best player in the world. We also see him um, having some contract situations with Liverpool. Oh, yes, he has. And, yeah. Yep. And here we also see him um, not wanting to send the, the, the contract that was offered to him. I think he should stay. I think he should mm-hmm. stay. 
be a legend at Liverpool. Yeah. Run up the run up the goal score the, the goal score charts. Um True, he top it. Mm. Top it and, and play well. Um what do you think? Yeah, I mean, yes, he should renew with Liverpool. I mean, there's nowhere else he can go and like be a legend like that. I mean, Liverpool he breaks he broke so many records, he won the Champions League, the Premier League, and I mean I remember what Klopp said to Coutinho, who went to Barcelona, that if you stay at Liverpool, win, you'll be a legend. And Coutinho went to Barcelona, then he went on loan to Bayern. He won the Champions League, but he is not like a established legend in either of those clubs. He's just a normal player. And I think Salah should take that into mind and just stay at Liverpool and just try and win and, you know, get on with it. It's the best thing that he can do right now. Yeah. In other news, league football resumed in in Premier in in England this weekend, known as the Premier League, of course. Um, Jav, mm-hmm. you covered the the two early games. Um, what do you think of those two games? Well, Liverpool and Man City they both played that that day, and they both won two 0 clean sheet. But they were not at least at their elite games as usually, you know, like winning like four 0 clean sheet X Y and Z. Mm-hmm. But they got the job done, and that's what they need. And they're both trying to win the Premier League right now. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest news that day was Chelsea losing 4-1 to Bradford. Your team, Chelsea, now tell me, this is your team. You know all the players, you know the, the manager. What are your thoughts on this right now? Tell me. Man, let me tell you. This was a heartbreak for me. I had a hard time. I had a very hard time watching this game. Uh, but to be honest, Chelsea dominated possession, as you know they would play some really. Okay. They had they had some really great plays, some really attacking, some really good attacking spells. The best goal of this, I'm gonna call it right now, the goal of the season was that Antonio Rudiger strike from distance. Oh, oh my god, bro! Um, the celebration was awesome. You th- you think after him scoring that goal, it would be it would be straightforward for Chelsea? No, we Chelsea got complacent. Um, Brentford played effective attacking football, meaning when they mm-hmm. pass the ball, they pass the ball with a purpose, and when they go forward, they take the chances. Chelsea did not take their chances. Chelsea was lacking in the final third. Tuchel started with a back four, then switched to okay. a back three. If he was going to go with the back four, Alonso shouldn't have started. Alonso was the weak manager to with Malang Star. And then, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe we would have seen a better game. But hats off to Brentford. They played a really good game. And, yeah, Brentford was just the better team on the day. Later right. in the day, we All saw right. Manchester United taking on Leicester City. You, I know you watched and covered this game. What do you think yeah. of this game? Boy, let me tell you something right now. Javon, United now good. Me see that for myself. <laughs> I watched it for 95 minutes and they were horrible. Leicester could have won that game. Emotional damage. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'll be straight up right now. And even Ralph, he's saying that like United recruitment has been horrible for the past few years right now. And to be honest, they have money. They, they pay players a lot of money. Bruno Fernandes got a new contract just the holiday and the season isn't even done yet. But I mean, like, he's saying recruitment, but what they need to do, try to find a proper manager right now, 
Mm-hmm. Wait for preseason to come. The summer transfer window. Get who you need. Try and follow Liverpool recruitment that they have done over the past few years. They don't need to spend a lot of money to you know to perform. Club but had, the issue with it, the issue with that yeah. is everybody mm-hmm. knows United have money. That is the they, problem. That is true. That is true. And that goes on to say when Van Gaal was saying it's a commercial club. I mean, yep. I mean, boy, I mean, he has a, he has a point, but still, he ha- United, has a point. <laughs> yeah, but still, United is one of the biggest clubs out there, and I mean, they have to try and get back to the top as they were way back then. Come on, man, come on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. League football also resumed in Germany this weekend, and we saw one of the biggest games. Mm. Of world football this weekend where we saw Borussia Dortmund taking on Leipzig and Boy. this was also one of the biggest shocks Javier Dortmund had the chance to close the mm. gap and Bayern Munich to three Bayern, points yeah. with Bayern Munich still to play I am uh, so frustrated because mm-hmm. you think you think okay Bayern yeah. played before Dortmund right yeah. but here's the thing mm. Bayern had at one point, Bayern was playing a big game themselves because they were going up a good team this season yeah. in, in Freiburg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bayern Freiburg blew them in... out of the water. Yeah, Black, Bayern beat them 4-1. But here's the thing. Oh, wow. Uh, for 20 to 30 seconds in the game, Bayern had 12 players on the pitch. And by the letter of the law, yeah. by the rules, Bayern Munich are supposed to lose that game to Freiburg 2-0 because, oh, wow. quote-unquote, they, the they lose the game by forfeit. That's crazy. That's that's really that's really crazy. <laughs> but yeah. Dortmund does not know how to stay in title races and capitalize they, on that. Exactly, they completely they outplayed. Don't get me wrong. Having seen this game, they completely they were balling from mm. the in the middle of the park. But defensively yeah. and attacking wise, going forward, they had nothing. Wow. Akaji, Subpar, Matt Hummels, mm. passes best, passes best, completely and utterly horrible. Mm-mm. Matt Hummels can't save a ball, can't stop a ball to save his life. Batman, no. Mm-mm. Dortmund, right. the only players Dortmund need to buy this season in the transfer yeah. window coming up is defenders. Defend and, and hey, have someone else score a goal. As you say defenders, I believe they got Nicolas Zola from Bayern on a free as well. I believe they're getting him from a direct that driver. That won't help. That will not help. You know how slow Zola is? Why do you think Zola is leaving by Bayern? They don't want him no more. He's too slow. Uh, He's too... This game was absolutely mm-hmm. appalling. And honestly, my final thoughts on this is Dortmund go out this summer. Even if you sell mm-hmm. Holland by three big three defenders... Because y'all are probably gonna be more, most likely gonna lose Holland. So and Jude Bellingham sell so by three defenders and use mm. you already have Daniel Marlon just by a backup striker for him and shore up the middle of the park, the defensive middle of the park, because you have other good players. But man, this game was ugh, I can't successful. Let's go to the Spanish league again. League football resumed. In Spain, well, La Liga, we saw Barcelona mm-hmm. taking on Sevilla. We saw Real Madrid taking on Celta Vigo. And mm-hmm. we saw Atletico taking on Alaves. Yep. Javier, you covered the Barcelona game. What did you think? 
boy, Barcelona win, one year against Sevilla, that is a big, big, big win. I'm telling you, with how Xavi came in and changed the entire system right now, I think it props to Barcelona. That was a big turnaround. They appoint the right person. They're trying to fix the club financially, and it's really looking well on their end. Yeah, and, man, you know, props to Barca, props to Barca, props to Barca, props. I give them props. And, and I mean, Pedri, he scored a good goal. It's showing how Xavi have trust in his youths right now. And that is really important. When the manager have trust in his youths, he, he knows what he wants to get out of them. And, I mean, this, I mean, Pedri, Gavi, and all those players right now will be the core of Real, not Real Madrid, I'm sorry, Barcelona for the continuing years right now. And yeah, 12 points off Real Madrid right now, and it's showing good progress. Yeah. Yes. Real Madrid, we saw Real Madrid winning 2 0 two, two against Celta Vigo. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry, mm. 2 1 against Celta Vigo. You'd think. Yeah. Um, you'd think. Bar- you think um, Real Madrid, I'm sorry. You think Real Madrid, after that Barcelona loss, would kick back? No. This was boy, three boy. penalties. No, uh-huh. no. This was three penalty shots. Benzema mm. missing one penalty. Madrid was yeah. absolutely horrible. This they, oh, wow. they look like a team that mm-hmm. going forward does not know what to do. I don't know if it's fatigue. I don't know why. But if mm-hmm. it's not for Benzema or Vinicius Jr., they would not exactly. They would not. They, yeah. they would not have won this game. Mm. And well, you I don't do, know where they're I gonna do. go. As you're saying that, in, in contrast, sorry, in contrast to Atletico Madrid, their rivals, they played some good attacking football. Felix, stars coming out and scoring, and they're looking in front to take on Man City in the Champions League right now. I mean, it's looking really hot from them, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Joe Felix is on fire. Boy, we're, finally seeing, we're fi- finally seeing him emerge. Um, but then this goes back to me. Um, and... Diego Simeone. Mm-hmm. I hate this man. And I don't <laughs> hate him. I just hate his, his style of football. He's, he... Yeah, I understand. The problem with Atletico this season, they started wanting to transition into this type of team that plays attacking football from what Diego Simeone mm-hmm. built the culture to be. But then mm-hmm. some way halfway through, he wanted to turn back and not play that type of football anymore um, which makes right. no sense makes and no then sense. we saw exactly we, then we then which we saw on the pitch at left, which prevented Atletico from not being able to keep a clean sheet yeah. from not being able to from not from not being able to score goals when needed from giving up cheap chili goals uh mm-hmm. yeah yeah cheap chili goals but no we see where him allowing other players to run and fight for Joa Felix and for mm-hmm. the attacking players like Joa Felix, Luis Suarez, Angel Correa, or Matias Cunha, whoever comes into that striking attacking position, yeah. man, whoever comes in can do what they do best in the attacking third and half. Other players run and cover for them. I and, agree. and cover I agree. for them. Atleticos, they are going to finish third this season. Um, I think mm-hmm. the top three in La Liga are going to be Madrid, Barca, Atletico and the fourth is gonna be Sevilla because they built up enough yeah. ground. Um, True, and it should be should be a really good end of season. Let's see what happens in the um, coming weeks. All right, Javier, do you know what returns mm. this week? Boy, I know what is coming back, man. Champions League football finally after a long wait. 
after a long way. We have some cracking games coming up Whoa. this week in mm-hmm. the Champions League. On Tuesday, on Tuesday, mm-hmm. we see Atletico, well, Manchester City taking on Atletico Madrid. Mm-hmm. And we also have Liverpool taking on Benfica. Benfica, yeah. Liverpool, Benfica, that's pretty straightforward. Even mm-hmm. though you know my saying, the games are played for a reason. Given that the that games are true. played for a reason, we expect mm-hmm. Benfica to put up a fight. But I think of the general would agree with you. The general yeah. people would agree with you and agree with us that they should be straightforward for Liverpool with the to players win. they have. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting Liverpool to go through on to win on the night and to go through on the tie. Yeah. The, but the I mean, big I, game I, for I, that day, but the big game I for that day would be Manchester City versus Atletico Madrid. Your thoughts on the game? Boy, right now, both teams, they won their matches on the weekend. They're going in some really good form right now. And right now, the the football they're playing right now is it's going, what should I say? It's going good. And I believe they can put up a fight on, on the Champions League night. Mm-hmm. You can put but, up a fight on the Champions League night. Yep. I, we've, I, we've had this discussion in the past about the yeah. two styles of play coming up. You've mentioned mm-hmm. that Atletico Madrid have been playing terrorism football, and terrorism football. we have Manchester City played champagne football. I'm going to start preaching the terrorism football versus champagne football. I'm, I'm telling you right now, and I'm going to watch that match and I'll give my analysis next Sunday. I'm telling next you. Next Sunday. Yeah, I expect, I honestly don't know how to call it. I, 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 would, I this is just going to be an amazing game. You have to yeah. tune in. You have to tune mm-hmm. in and watch this game. Mm-hmm. I rec- so this this is going to be a crazy week. This is going to be a crazy week. It is. It is. It is. On Wednesday, we mm-hmm. see Chelsea taking on Real Madrid. Uh, Villarreal boy. taking on Bayern Munich. This is Two looking crazy this is games. Looking. This game right now, I, me personally, I cannot predict who's going to win just based off their their previous league games. I I can't tell. I mean, you support Chelsea, you can give your thoughts on how Chelsea will be going into this game right now. Um, to be honest, given despite the result at the weekend, I'm feeling pretty confident that we're that Chelsea are going to enter this game. I'm feeling confident they are European, they are the current European champions. Real mm-hmm. Madrid. They're the kings of Europe in terms of they've won this competition 13 times. You cannot take them lightly. You cannot write them off. So, again, much like the City-Atletico game, this is this is going to be a cracker. Can't wait for it. But the game, apart from that, the game that I have my eye on is that Villarreal-Bayern Munich game. Because uh, when game Bayern Munich. has been bad this season, they've been really bad. And Villarreal, Chukweze, mm-hmm. Torres... Oh, no, no. Let, let me give you my thoughts on this. Like, I know Unai Emery as a, as a manager, and I mean, I know Bayern Munich as well. Bayern looks out at the Bundesliga for competition, and they do not take Champions League very lightly. And I mean, Unai is a good manager. I mean, sometimes, at, you know, when he's at Arsenal, we say he plays terrorism football. But I mean, he has been good in Europe as a manager. He won the European League. He carried the team to the Champions League. I mean, although he drops out, I mean, with him with Villarreal right now, he's in... He's in the quarterfinals. Can he put in a good shift? Yo, I mean, we'll we see what's going to happen. I mean, I expect Bayern to win, but I also expect Villarreal to put in a good shift and try to fight against Bayern Munich. 
That's just my final thoughts on the match right here. Yes, this 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 season it's reached, it's getting to the men business ends of the business end of the Champions League yep, season. Yep, yep. Um, who's gonna be the overall winners? We do not know. We um, don't know. I I'm just looking forward to this game. Should be uh, really exciting. Yeah, and this will be one for the ages. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I know Chelsea is your team, yeah. I know it's yes. your team. We'll see what's going to happen. We will see what's going to happen. All right. And some quick hits. Arsenal will be taking on Crystal, Crystal Palace tomorrow. Yes. Um, in a London derby. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this? Can Arsenal finish well, top four? Well, as you know, I'm an Arsenal supporter. And I mean, not being biased, but Arsenal can win tomorrow. I'm just saying. But Crystal Palace is a really good team. They have... Played well against Man City, as you know, and I mean they can put in a good shift. Patrick Vera, he's a legend of Arsenal. I mean he's a good manager overall. He managed in the US, France. He's he's now in England. I mean when he got Crystal Palace, he got a broken Crystal Palace. I mean like there's barely any players, and they tried their best. They got some free agents, they got some players. I mean they have been doing good so far this season. But Arsenal right now, I believe Tomiyasu is back. Ramsdale is back as well. He he needed to play last game. Saka is back in training too. So, I mean, we have a full team right now, full strength going in. And I know Arsenal can win the game, win the game tomorrow. I'm sure they can. That's good. We Arsenal can finish top four, but today we saw Tottenham beating Newcastle 5-1 in a yeah. very brilliant performance. Kane was, yeah. was outstanding. Kane mm-hmm. was brilliant. Son was Running, running his head off. He scored a brilliant mm-hmm. goal. Kulisevsky mm-hmm. fits perfectly with that front three. Yeah. I think the top four will be decided between that North London derby between Arsenal yes, it will, it will and, Tottenham. Yeah. and Tottenham. And, and to be honest, as we're saying, uh, one of your players for today, our assist, I think, uh, Dejan from is he from Juventus? I believe. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. They, they recruited in January. Arsenal did not. So I mean, they have. They have an advantage going in. They have recruited in January, strengthened their team, Arsenal weakened their team by, you know, um, they, they released some players in January. And I mean, right now, Arsenal doesn't need to try and win that London derby because top four is, they need top four to buy players. And to progress, to as, a, yeah. and to progress mm-hmm. as a team. Completely yeah. agree. Yeah. We saw another big game um, today. We saw the Derby Italia. Derby de Italia, we saw Juventus taking on Inter Milan. I covered this game. This game was very physical. There were, okay. there were a lot right. of fouls. This game was good in quality, but in my honest opinion, Inter Milan did not play as well. Juventus mm-hmm. pressed the ball properly. They played really good at they, they played really good on the counter attacks. One Quadrada mm-hmm. had a good game. Okay. Um Dusan Vlovic had some, did some good stuff in the game, but mm. they did not score. This game was ultimately decided on a penalty. Um, mm. It was a penalty. Dumfries won. Dumfries, I'm sorry, <laughs> Dumfries won the penalty. Yeah. Uh, Hakan Chalunoglu stepped up to take the penalty. Mm-hmm. He he missed, and um. Oh, Chesney, yeah, he missed. Chesney won. Chesney actually saved the penalty, but the penalty had to be retaken because of encroachment. Uh, 
Baka okay. sabi, coach me, yes. And they took some time, they went to the VR, they went to VAR, and um, mm-hmm. when, uh, upon retake of that penalty, they scored. Uh, mm-hmm. Juventus, in my opinion, should have had a penalty, but mm-hmm. they didn't, and it was straightforward after that. Um, this puts um, Inter Milan in pole, posi- in pole position to challenge for the, squid- for the Scudetto again, as they oh, were yeah. falling off mm-hmm. the race. Yep. But yeah, um, Italy is really good right now. It's a good competition for the top four. Yeah, they're looking good. Yeah. In other news, we saw PSG mm. um, playing today. Yeah. Uh, for the first time, for the first time since the signing of Lionel Messi, all three players was on the score sheet. Oh yeah, yeah, the score. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. I saw that. Mbappe mm-hmm. two, Neymar two, and Messi capping mm-hmm. it. Capping off the last mm. goal. Mbappe, uh, Mbappe right now. As I was saying, Mbappe, I saw a, I saw an article today that he's still discussing his future if he can stay at Paris Saint Germain or go to Real Madrid. And honestly, he just need to make up his mind because we all know he's going to Real Madrid. He's not staying at PSG. PSG not he, for another he's, season. He's not exactly not for another season. But we will yeah. have plenty of this to discuss mm-hmm. on the final whistle in. The summer transfer window, but for now, mm-hmm. this is the end of our show. Please look out, please watch the Champions League games this week. It's guaranteed to be a cracker. And mm-hmm. from your host, Javon, and my co host, have a great morning. Have a wonderful week, guys. Catch you on the flip.